This is You Don't Say, conversations about the Black experience in Columbia, then and now. I'm Takiya Thomas. For this bonus episode, we're going to step outside of Columbia to speak with brothers Mike and Tim Jackman. Mike is a pastor at Second Baptist Church in Slater, Missouri, and works for the United States Postal Service. Tim is CEO of an insurance company and coordinated the last Juneteenth celebration in Fayette. The brothers both grew up in Fayette and have watched it change drastically over the years. They spoke with KBIA by Zoom about their upbringing in Fayette and their childhood memories of living in small town Missouri. Here's Mike. You know, we grew up without, uh, about nine or 10 before we had running water. And didn't have an inside, inside restroom until then. However, we were one of the first, uh, I think, black families that had air conditioning, central air conditioning. We were fortunate. Our dad had his own business and he worked for a Chevrolet dealership at the time. And, uh, and, and as I think about going back through school, I met a lot of friends, especially through sports, uh, involved in sports. And I think they had a way of connecting. Uh, you know, when you do something like that together, you forget about skin color. And uh, the guys that were on the teams that I played, a great camaraderie ship. We still uh, love to get together, talk to one another. And I wouldn't be afraid to ask one of them for any type of help. And I believe they would do anything they could to, uh, whether it's financially, uh, uh, morally, whatever. Uh, they needed. I, I believe they would uh, do the same as the and the coach we had our last two years. Uh, really helped make and mold us. And uh, but just the family living, just uh, you know being together. Uh, at one time, three of us sleeping in the same bed, uh, taking a bath in the number two tub. You know, hopefully the dirtiest one gets in last. You just add a little hot water and keep going. And uh, we only did that usually on Saturday evenings. The other rest of the week we just took a wash up. Uh, Wearing our clothes to school for two days in a row, come on, take them off. Well, it's supposed to be good clothes, uh, but just a good life. Uh, I, I really, enjoy it. I really. In fact, I used a lot of my growing up and my messages in my sermons. It's no place better. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, again, I wouldn't change it for uh, anything in the world. Uh, we didn't have everything, but we had what we needed uh, to survive, and that, that that's good enough for for, for us. Tim and myself went to a segregated school. I went there three years before they closed it. Of course, you know, there's some uh, things, just like uptown, I remember the courthouse, the drinking fountain, you know, for colored only. Uh, the restroom downstairs were atrocious. I don't think they even got clean. Uh, and I think it was just a sign of the times uh, at that time. And even when I was young, uh, when the relatives come down from Kansas City or Michigan, you know, they, they would even say, yeah, there's prejudice, you know, there's prejudice here. And I don't know about Tim, but I guess maybe, I, you know, on that inside looking out, I didn't see it. Uh, and there was no times, hardly any times, that because of my skin color, even here in Fed, that uh, it keep me from doing what I wanted to do or, or progressing. Or... And I'm kind of like, Mike, I didn't experience a lot of this, what people consider racism. Did it exist? Absolutely, it existed. But I just didn't experience it. We have an annual celebration. I've been the coordinator since we first started back in uh, June of 2001. And I've always worked alongside of the pastor at St. Paul, having this community-wide celebration, which really is intended to help celebrate diversity uh, and culture of all people. I've always felt like I've gotten tremendous support from the white community here in Fed. And, and then again, to me, it's just not a, an all-Black celebration. We actually have it on the, on the Howard County Courthouse Square. And when I tell people that, they're like, what? You guys have it downtown? Downtown Fed, yeah, really. And never ever uh, since we've been doing it have, ever, have I ever felt like we've, we're being shunned away or, or not supported. And matter of fact, we, we, we actually uh, solicit sponsors or funding to help with that event. And I get people coming up who come up and say, hey, how can we help? They send money sometime before I even ask. 
but I have to admit, I always kind of felt like that I had to work harder than the other person, the white person, to just to be on the same uh, playing field, if you will. And I consider Mike and I and, and other Blacks in Fed as what I'm going to say privileged Blacks. You know, we, 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 you know, we were maybe treated a little bit different than maybe some of the Blacks. There were some, there's some Blacks that probably don't get sort of the, some of those privileges or benefits that Mike and I would enjoy. This is You Don't Say. I'm Takiya Thomas, and we're listening to brothers Mike and Tim Jackman talk about their childhood growing up in Fayette. You can hear more from this series at kdia.org. Now, back to the conversation. One of the school's uh, favorite teachers of all time, Miss Fannie Marie Tosman, was black. Uh, you could tell she was a favorite. At, at, at she always got the loudest applause, but she was very stern and very strict. And, uh, you know, it, she's one of those teachers, seemed like she had eyes in the back of her head. Uh, she had a lot of uh, old sayings. Uh, you know, I know I, know I was talking to her. One of the sayings uh, was, you know, a lot of kids would like to look out the window. Uh, she said, don't worry, if there's a gorilla coming through the window, I'll let you know. If you wanted to progress, if you just wanted to stay where you at, that was fine. But if you wanted to progress, she was right there uh, uh, for you. You know, when you talk about some fond memories that I have, I, you know, I can just remember, like Mike said, as a kid, I, man, we had a lot of fun in this little community of 3,000 people. And most of the time, we could stay in the segregated part of Fed in the Black uh, section, and we'd have a wonderful time. I can remember baseball games on a Saturday or a Sunday, you know, uh, cookouts, picnics. And so I would, I mean, I just feel like our, our childhood was so rich in many, many ways. There were always parties and People come to Fed, Black people come to Fed from Kansas City, even from Fort Leonardwood, just to party and have a good time. And to me, it was just amazing, like I said, coming up. You, you never worried about uh, being bored. There was always something to do, weekend, weekday. Part of me coming back to Fed back in 1995 was, you know, I really wanted to make a difference. And I'm all about making Fed a better place, whether it's whites, Blacks, whoever. Let's make it a better place. We were fortunate to have a pastor, it was a white pastor named Larry Moffitt, who came here in 1981. He spearheaded an effort to, we, we have a cemetery here, the Fed City Cemetery, that has whites and blacks buried. It, I guess you might say it's segregated, but there wasn't any perpetual care. He helped spearhead an effort to, to get that cemetery where the blacks were buried to, we got it mowed down, and long story short, we got the cemetery where it's not on the perpetual care. But one of the things he shared with me about even Juneteenth, he, and he told me that this past year when he was here, he says, Brother Jackman, do you know that having Juneteenth on this courthouse square would have not happened, you know, 20, 30 years ago? And, and that kind of fooled me when he said it. He said, do you know that would not have happened? Because I think that kind of underscores that. I think Fed is trying to make progress in, in some, some ways. That was Mike and Tim Jackman speaking with KDIA for the station's You Don't Say series. You Don't Say is a special project commissioned by the city's Bicentennial Como 200 Task Force. It's co-produced by the Sharp End Heritage Committee and KDIA. You can hear more conversations online at kdia.org.